0: Hey, let's move on, Mm because we wanted to talk a little bit about AR, augmented reality, in sports. So more and more sports teams have kind of started to look into whether or not this is a possibility, but the AR market in sports remains largely underpenetrated, even as kind of examples of franchises being able to successfully roll this out and implement Mm -hmm. this have started to appear. Now, it feels like teams... Aren't quite sure to me anyways. Aren't quite sure of how exactly to best take advantage of this new technology, right? Like it feels like there's this world out there and everybody's saying, "Oh, there's marketing potential and there's fan engagement potential." But how exactly do you harness that and use that as a team? You know, th- it feels like everybody says that there's ways to use yeah. it, but actually putting that into practice seems a little bit more difficult. And so uh, there was a really interesting story on Front Office Sports about this. I, I really enjoyed that website. that just kind of talks about the slow adaptation of this technology into the sports landscape. And um, I'm curious from your perspective, because you and I have both kind of done work in sports mm-hmm. on some level. Um, the experience that I have had and the things that I've seen, it feels it feels like it's a lot For teams as they're currently constructed, as like their front offices and kind of their staff that is off the court or off Mm -hmm. the field, how uh, it feels like a lot asking them to hire someone to come in to create new technology like this. Just given what I've seen from being around sports organizations over the years, that – seems like a big ask these days am i crazy about that
1: no i think going back to what you just said at the beginning there i think it's exactly the case where they don't know how to best implement it it's almost so applicable that they don't know where specifically to hone in do they want it to be people in the stands watching you know do they want everyone in the stands to have a headset on while they're watching the games they can put data points on there is it something that you put near the concession stands where it's just a fun way of kind of learning more about the team and its history. There's so much that they could do that I don't even know if they know where to start. (laughs) Um, But what's kind of exciting in this article, even though it does say it's still under penetrated, it hasn't totally caught on more so than it has in other markets. That's not to say that teams really aren't experimenting with it. There's plenty of good examples, but Finding ways where they can drive profit and partner with sponsors, I think, is kind of a natural, very sports centric thing. Yeah. <laughs> kind definitely. of almost replacing the yearbook or the program. Um, I think that's a good route. And that's what we're seeing things like our teams like the Los Angeles Kings and the National Hockey League. They're doing that. They're using gamification, so kind of engaging fans and. It's that balance that, first of all, every sport is different. So how do you use this in hockey versus a slower sport like baseball? Those are things that every individual organization has to figure out. But I think things like gamification, fan engagement is is a natural place to start. And the other thing that's exciting here that the Kings are doing is using it to do giveaways, prizes. So that will attract advertisers, of course, but it's also attracting the fans because they have – Light at the end of the tunnel. There's something that sure. they can see value in. Um, not that they don't see value in what they're seeing through using ARVR. Whether that's you know increased you know access to data or their players or whatever highlights. So um, there's a lot there. But again, underpenetrated. I'm not that surprised.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a question of okay, you can't expect everybody to have. You know, a VR headset and come to a game, right? That's just not. Exactly. That's just not going to happen. So, okay, how do we make augmented reality work, and what all do we try to rope into that experience? And I think that uh, in this article, it mentions Deloitte launched activations in mm-hmm. partnership with the U.S. Uh, sorry, U.S. Golf Association and U.S. Open tournaments over the past two years, featuring 3D views of select holes on golf courses and the player clubhouse. I think that's a really good application, yeah, right? Absolutely. That works for golf. Yeah because you want to have that maybe kind of topography type map or whatever for golf just to see, okay, it slopes down here. It slopes off here. There's a little rise here, a little run. There's rough over here, you know, and and that sort of thing. I think that makes a lot of sense. I wonder if the application in baseball doesn't end up being, you know, you can hold up your your camera phone like through an app um, during a play and you get things like exit velocity on a hit, you know, immediately, or, you know, the break on a ball, you know, that's pitched or or something along those Mm -hmm. lines, or if if there's an uh, augmented reality strike zone that can pop up or whatever to show you when you're there in person, that kind of supplements that in-person experience that's kind of been taken over a little bit by the at-home watching experience of sports, right? Like, so I'm trying to think of the things that you get when you watch on TV that you aren't getting mm-hmm. when you're there in person. And I think that that might be kind of a big thing is how do you get more information in the hands of people and then how do you then use that to benefit your brand partners?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty incredible how that's flipped. It used to be you have to go to the game to get those great views, those that atmosphere, those replays. And now the TV experience is completely taking over for for certain sports. But I mean, I think every sport is dealing with that, that battle of how do we attract people to the ballpark or the the rink or whatever it is. So, um, AR can be a huge tool in it. I think they just have to figure out where do we start?
0: Yeah, exactly. Where do we start? How do we build this? Do you hire someone that and that, that to me really is a big aspect of this is you have marketing people, you have people that come in mm-hmm. and do, um, you know, social media type things or graphic design and that kind of thing. Do you have, do you hire somebody yeah. new to kind of pioneer this new technology? And for teams, do you see our team seeing the benefit of it now to try to get out ahead of it. I think if the LA Kings can have success, then it yep. should show other teams that they can also have success at some point down the road using this.
1: Yeah. And just my last point on this, which is kind of a the theme of the article, is really like how do they turn a profit on it? I think yeah. that's I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So how are they gonna, you know, even if it's not the perfect fan experience, if it can bring more sponsors in or if a select amount of fans are willing to pay for a certain ARVR experience in a stadium, that's where they're gonna focus on in my opinion. So we'll see how they they do that.